What's up, everybody? You're listening to Come On Man, a 3% Man podcast. I'm your host, Paul Bauer, and I am on the road to being a 3% man, just like you. If you are new to the show, this is a podcast for fellow students of Corey Wayne's book, How to Be a 3% Man, and for men who just want to be better in general. We talk about dating, gaining wealth, being happy, and using the law of attraction to get everything we want in life. Welcome back to another episode of Come On Man. If you haven't done it already, please subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. Also, be sure to give us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform of choice. All right. This week was a fun one to record. 3% brother from Bristol, Luke Aylward, joined me again, this time to discuss what it takes to join the 3% Man Facebook group because the admins are very selective with who they let in. <clears throat> we also talk about some of the annoying shit some of the guys who have slipped through the, the cracks have posted and what the admins of the page are expecting in general. If you've been trying to get in the group because you've heard about it on this podcast and haven't been able to make the cut, then this episode is for you. All that and more right after this message from our sponsor. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I'm not sure what you're doing tonight, but what I'm doing involves a bottle of Carvassier and a lady. Well, maybe not the Carvassier, but definitely a lady. If you're like me, you're tired of expensive, girly-smelling colognes from expensive department stores. You don't want to smell like a little bitch. You want to smell like a friggin' man. That's why I've partnered with Duke Cannon. Duke Cannon has a wide range of men's grooming products that actually smell manly as hell. My personal favorites are their Naval Supremacy Bar Soap and all of their awesome smelling colognes that women love. I have several of their colognes for different days of the week, but my Saturday night cologne is Grant because it gets the job done, if you know what I mean. Right now, if you visit duke.comeonmanpod.com, you get free shipping on orders over $25. Using duke.comeonmanpod.com tells them I sent you and you get free shipping. Win-win. Again, that's duke.comeonmanpod.com. Don't smell like a little bitch. Luke, joining me again. This is the third episode now, I think. Yeah, it's another Luke and Paul special. It's funny because uh, I always record these uh, ahead of time and put them in the can. So we're recording this now. The first episode we did drops this Monday. Yeah. <laughs> So they haven't even heard the magic yet uh, at this point. But by the time they hear this episode, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, we love the Luke and Paul episodes, the Luke and Paul oh, show. Oh, yeah, true, true. <laughs> it should uh, hopefully be a bit of a hit by then. <laughs> so here, let me set a timer just so I know exactly where we're going here. Yeah. Uh, there we go. Been looking forward to this one for a long time. Yeah, because we had been talking about it in like a group chat, and it also just between ourselves that we need to do an episode on what it takes to even join the three percent man group, because yeah. there's it's 
I promote the 3% Man Facebook group all the time on the podcast, pretty much in every episode. And so it's inevitable that someone's going to stumble upon the podcast and hear about the 3% Man group and then want to join, but then they're going to get declined because we're super strict. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And you've also got a lot of people who are in the manosphere and I've seen them on lots of different forums commenting the same kind of probably copying and pasting the same thing into all the different manosphere forums. And I quite often end up, you know, removing them because they haven't read the book and, you know, they're just here to sort of have a, a red pill rage vent a lot of the time and to sort of spread the hate. So, uh, you know, the women hate. And so those are probably at the top of our list. I would say those, the red pill extremists, I like to call them. Yeah. Yeah. Which is interesting because to even get into the group, you have to answer a series of questions like how many times have you read the book? Because you, you need to have at least read it once. You know, you can't just be a, a Corey Wayne video watcher and expect to get to the group because we're all there studying the book. Oh, and yeah. you have to be able to answer uh, that. We have a, a trick question in there and I'm not going to give the answer on this episode because nope. <laughs> you have to read the goddamn book to get the answer. But we have a question that's specific to Corey Wayne's book that I haven't seen in any other book. So you have to know what that's talking about and be able to answer it at least coherently. Mm. Um, you have to agree to not be, a douchebag basically yep. and then you have to also accept the rules because i've seen it where i've i saw one yesterday where a guy requested to join and he answered all the questions right but then when it got to will you follow the rules of the page no response so guess uh, what decline buddy <laughs> yeah also you get people who have got like no photo or info about them on their page like that could be anyone that could be some feminist extremist who wants to have us all taken off mm -hmm. you know that could be god knows who that is i mean so again if you haven't got a picture if it's not clear that you are an actual human being we're gonna decline you again oh i i, I saw one the other day where or it, it clearly seemed like it was a fake profile <laughs> they didn't. They didn't answer any of the questions, and then they had like uh, a, a completely obvious made-up name, like Jack Mehoff or something. And <laughs> you know, I'm like, bro, you, you at least you could have answered the fucking questions. But nope, sorry, Jack Mehoff, you're gonna. <laughs> and then you you get those guys who who sort of wing it. They 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 have this like they properly blag it. And, you, you know, we will give that particular question and they'll say, it's what you do when she tries to run you over with a 10 ton truck. And it's like, yeah, nice try. Nice try. Good one. I like it. I like it. But, you know, fuck off. <laughs> well, we were, we were chatting with uh, Chris about that. And he said that, you know, he started the page. He started the group. He said that sometimes, like, if he feels like they've at least put in an effort to try to answer that question he'll let him in sometimes Ooh, okay fair but enough. yeah fair enough but but uh that might explain and i'm not putting it all on chris you know i'm sure there's guys that answer the question but they they get into the page and then like based on the shit that they post it's clear that they haven't read the book oh god yeah yeah or, those guys are so annoying 
Yeah, or they've read they read the book once ten years ago, and they forgot completely what the fuck the book's about, and they're like back in simp mode, and then they're just there for free advice and mooching off everybody else. I hate that. They're like, oh, I don't understand. I texted her 50 times and I wrote her four love letters and sent her flowers and chocolates and I told her she's the only one for me. It's like, where did it go wrong? And it's like, bro, you have not read the book. Oh, I read it five years ago. Well, again, the next point we wanted to discuss is that it's not, you know, having read it five years ago, like, fuck, that's not enough. This is for serious students who, ha- who intend to read it 10 to 15 times. I haven't read it 10 to 15 times, but I ain't going to stop till I have. I'm going to go for like 20 times. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm gonna be, I want to be like Bob Proctor and read this shit for the next 60 years. I, I, I'm going to pull up my, my tally. I've got it on my phone here. So I've, okay, I've listened to and you know, or read the book eight times now. So the next go through will be my ninth time. Ooh, very good. Very good. So that's it. So yeah, so not only do you have to have at least read it once, but you have to have the intention of 10 to 15 times. Just having read it once five years ago is is not enough. And those guys who said they read it five years ago, they didn't because there's no way they would forget that women scientifically have been proven to be more attracted to guys whose feelings are unclear. There's no way they'd be saying, I love you in the first month or any of that like that. So, you know, even if you did read it five years ago, you wouldn't forget these basic facts that they're doing. You wouldn't forget to get off the goddamn phone and stop texting all day. Exactly. Yeah. There's certain points in the book that Corey repeats and he says it at the beginning of the book like hey I'm, there's some concepts I'm going to repeat over and over again because they're important concepts yeah. and getting off the phone and using the phone you know basically for logistics purposes is a clear concept in the book that he really drives home yeah yeah so, so these guys you see who are writing essays to girls and spilling out everything they know they have they've not read the book because again, that you know, amount of times it says being a mystery, be a mystery. And what was the other thing as well? Oh yeah, of course, you know, people saying, you know, telling their chicks that they love them and saying, is it okay to be saying this in the first, before she says it? Like, no, no. you say it 20% of the time. She says it 80% of the time. You want to be one step behind on the attraction scale. Exactly. Did you see, uh, I'm not going to call anybody out also because I don't, remember what their name was but they posted they posted a thing today at the time of this recording today and it was like how do you know when you're ready for a relationship you know and he's like i've been dating this girl for you know a while and you know i think i I really want a relationship and and my comment was um i was like you know it's oh and he was also asking what what people like uh, uh what people think about dating their coworkers. And, oh, I saw that, yeah. Yeah, and so I said, uh, I said, well, you know, in Dating Essentials for Men, Dr. Glover says that dating women at work is never a good idea because, you know, it, it makes for, at, at, the, at the minimum, it makes for a messy work environment. At the worst, you can lose your job, you know. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And, and then I said, you know, and also, you know, the book's pretty clear that it's the woman's job to worry about 
getting into a relationship. You're supposed to just hang out, have fun, hook up. And then when she brings it up, if you want to be in a long-term relationship with this chick, then you go, you know, you play, play around with her a little bit, but you know, then you settle down with the one chick if that's what your goal is, but it's not your job to go to push for a relationship. And that actually will turn women off. Oh yeah. And that's the other thing as well. You see all these guys who are fixated on one chick, mm-hmm. this one chick They're like, how do I get this one chick to like me? Or, you know, I'm kind of, uh, you know, how do I get my ex back? How do I, this, how do I, that basically someone who's not att- also is like, how, how do I know she's attracted to me? Well, if you've read the book, you'd be able to tell. Yeah. You'd like, be able to measure those attraction levels. Literally none of that, none of what he said in that post would have had to have been said had he read the book. The funny thing is, so I asked him, I go, how many times have you read the book? He goes, oh, at least 20 times. Fuck, no. I was no, like, no. really? Really? And then someone basically called him out saying, well, if you really re- like read it that many times and retained it, you would know that you're supposed to just hang out, have fun, and hook up. You're not supposed to be worried about the relationship. That's her job. And he's like, well, I just, I don't do everything that Corey says or something. It's like, why are you, why are you here? Anything. Why are you here, buddy? You know? Yeah. Well, we can kick him off after this call. <laughs> we can, we can go hard and just start cleaning fucking house. But yeah, like we've been doing ever since the day one. <laughs> I, I, I feel like, um, I still haven't, I'm still not as uh, cold blooded as you, I think where it comes to like <laughs> kicking people off the page. I did, uh, Another thing that we, you and I deal with a lot because we're very vocal on the page, you know, we're posting videos, we're posting updates a lot. We, we're on the fucking podcast, like, seems like every week now. Yeah. (laughs) I love it, man. I love our little collaborations. Yeah. We're a good team. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. And, uh, where was I going with this? Yeah. So, oh, being cold-blooded um one of the things that we get is uh, a lot of guys from the page reach out to us you know for Mm -hmm. various things and i don't mind it so much as long as you know uh if they're asking my advice and i give them a bit of my advice and and i'm not i'm no expert i fully admit that i you know defer to what i've read in the book and i point them to that in the book uh but it's so if they're like, oh yeah, you're right. I remember that. And then they follow that advice. Awesome. You know, yeah. that's, that's great. And then guys that consistently like sap my attention and energy away and they, you know, and then they just don't listen to anything I'm saying. Oh yeah. There was a, oh, yeah. there was one dude on the page that was doing that. It was just every day, just blowing up my phone, talking about this long distance relationship that was going nowhere. And I was just like, bro, you're wasting your time with this chick. You know, what are you doing? And, and he had like severe one-itis over a chick that he's never even met in person. Oh my God. And he That's was just everything that we're told not to do. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, and he was just, just sapping all my energy like every day. And, and finally he breaks it down and admits it to me. I just really like this chick, man. I, I know I'm not supposed to and whatever. And I finally just like, I had to like, it, you know, put his messages on ignore. And then I removed him from the page because he's clearly not, you know, following any of the instructions. He's not, you know, a 3% man. Yeah. So, so this leads on to two things. This leads on to the negativity. So some people are just here to complain and beg for sympathy because 
what will happen is we'll give them, uh, and obviously they haven't read the book because of the content of what they're saying and what they're doing. Um, you know, sending essays to girls in text messages when they send like a three word reply, big no, no. And, and, and being fixated on, on one girl, he probably doesn't even like them. And just, you know, it's just everything they're doing is wrong. And we can see from what they're saying. And, and a lot of the time they will ask us for advice and then not even listen to our, to our comments. So I will comment and give them the exact answer. A lot of the time they won't even listen to it. They will, they will just ignore my comment. I'll be like, oh yeah, I've got the answer to this. And then a week later, they will say something pretty much the same. Um, there was a guy, I mean, there's a load of them and I, I blocked, I blocked them off the page because they were just begging. They were just being, you know, begging for sympathy. They were just complaining all the time, you know, saying, what do I say on a date? Well, Corey covers that in the book about 50 times word for word, what you can say, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's was like, no, you just, you know, and I, I gave them an entire, I, I give people entire game plans for dates, you know, use this, use that, say this, say that, ask this, here's a fun game that will break the ice. And she completely ignores it. And then there was that guy. Do you remember that guy who had a selfie of him in his truck? I think it was. Some, I think it was Indian or something. Mm. And he would complain about toxic friends every week. Every week he'd complain, how do I deal with my toxic friends? And he also said, oh, you know, chicks on Facebook are, are ignoring my messages. And I was like, first up, get rid of your toxic friends. You know, I told him all about what, you know, I made about four videos on that. Yeah. And then I said which he didn't do because he said the same thing in the following week. And then I was like, okay, in regards to not getting any replies on Facebook, well, all of your pictures are selfies. Do not, some people can get away with that, but most guys, if they've got selfies, they're just going to get ignored because it looks like you're so boring that other people have to take pictures for you and it makes your head look contorted. And then a week later he'd complain again and all his pictures are still selfies. I, I despise that shit. If you're going to take advice from me, you better fucking do it. There's some guys on the page who are in long-term relationships and they've taken my advice and their girls have gone crazy for them. And there's also a bunch of people who obviously haven't taken my advice and I find that frustrating. But, uh, you know, big shout out to the guys who followed my advice because those guys are crushing it. For sure. We've talked about it offline plenty of times too. I work in the IT industry and I, you know, this goes far beyond just the 3% man page and guys not taking, you know, advice when they're asking for it. Uh, I hate it when people ask me, uh, Hey, what, what kind of laptop should I buy? Hmm. And then I go, Oh, well, you know, this is a really nice model. It's got this much, you know, plenty of Ram, plenty of whatever. And then, and then they just go off and buy whatever the fuck they're going to buy anyway. It's like, why are you even asking? I think you just want me to validate your decision that you've already made. Yeah. Yeah. So that guy's going to totally go after his coworker. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he's going to go after her, go on three dates and then say, so are we exclusive or, you know, like he's going to be that guy. <laughs> he is. And she's going to fucking ghost him. And then he's going to stalk after her, send her flowers and chocolates, creep her out and probably lose his job and get a restraining order. It's going to be awesome. You know, it's, it's funny. Um, I can't remember one of the guys on the page because I'm I'm almost done with uh, the rational male, yeah. and you know uh, one of the guys on the page was said it a beautiful way that Rollo Tomasi's book it gives you the why women do what they do whereas Corey's book gives you the how to deal with women because of the way that they are, um, 
one of the things that I, I don't think Corey's book or even Rolo's book talks about, but Atomic Attraction does, is the fact that uh, women, you know, if, if you go up to a woman and say, you know, what are we, you know, let's be exclusive. You want to be my exclusive girlfriend or whatever. Like that, girls might, you know, initially go, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. We should do that. But then for some reason, they'll lose attraction for you and they don't even, they won't even know why. Yeah. You know, and it's just because it's biological. Oh yeah. Men have to always appear to be one step below in terms of interest. We have to be um, indifferent. We really do. We have to, you can only show that appreciation once she's like tripled the amount. Yeah, absolutely. You, yeah, you have to just act indifferent and you know, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. It, which is, I mean, it, it's hard for me because I didn't, I, I didn't, and none of, I don't think any of us on the page are, are natural at this. Like we've all had, uh, you know, some kind of awakening moment in our lives where we're like, something's not working, you know, and I've always been that simpy guy trying to jump into that next relationship. Um, I did that with my last long-term girlfriend. I did that with cop chick last year when I, when I started dating cop chick, I think it was like a month in. We, we'd only maybe had three dates or four dates and I was, and we were, but we were chatting all the time. Like you're not supposed to, uh, oh, text. Yeah. And, you know, I finally was just like, so, you know, are you seeing anyone else? Uh, Cause I'm not seeing anyone else. And, oh, man. and she's like, no. And I go, so, you know, if, if you're not seeing anyone else and maybe we're exclusive no, then yeah. You know, like, I, like I was pushing for that and she's like, I guess. Yeah. And did you did you find that you would do that after sex? Once you've had sex, you'd be like, yeah, you know, you'd be trying to then close, trying to seal it then. Because that's when I would then start to think about, you know, well, you're not, you're not seeing any other guys, are you? Do you know what I mean? I'd start to get a little bit more, a little bit protective, like, okay. No, I, uh, I was worse than that. No, I would go into like a first date, be like fantasizing about, oh, okay, yeah, this one could be my girlfriend. Okay, yeah, but we've all done it. We've all done it. And the thing is, I mean, I didn't discover this book until this year. So all that over texting and, you know, trying to push for exclusivity way too early in, you know, I I was doing all of it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not an expert really at all. You know, I like to hang out, hook up and have fun and, you know, keep things cash. That's what I seem to be best at. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I mean, I, I, I guess, you know, I guess it's the literature and the experience put together, isn't it? Is it, what, it, what makes yeah, it, it work. It, it, it absolutely is. Um, who was I talking to about this? But it's basically like, you can read this book a million times, you know, two million times. And if you're not out there practicing consistently, it's all just theory. You know, the, the thing, the thing, the other big one about because one itis is the big problem. So really, I mean, everyone should be reading the Rational Male before they read the Three Percent Man. But it's not. I mean, Corey talks about it too. You, you know, it's, it's another bus every fifteen minutes. Abundance mm-hmm. is that. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, I mean, how many takeaways do you send per day? I I did one today. I did one. I think I did one yesterday. Like every day, I do a takeaway, and pretty much, you know. I mean, the amount of times, the amount of times, you know, you're just going from one girl to the next, to the next, to the next. Oh, she rejects me. Oh, ha, that's quite funny. You have a boyfriend. I have a boyfriend too. Ha, don't tell them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It'll have to be a secret, secret love affair that they don't know about. It's fine. It's fine. We'll work something out. You know, it's like, 
you know, rejection really doesn't hurt when you don't have one itis, you know, when you, I mean, I remember that time when I used to try and get six rejections every single day. Mm-hmm. I was deliberately trying to get six rejections a day. At the moment I'm doing, we've gone from rejections to giving out takeaways and giving people being, huh, yeah, I think my sister's birthday and I think my cat needs to go to the vet. And I'm like, all right, I get it. You know, I'm like plan C or plan D or, you know, she's trying to be polite about it, whatever. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the amount of takeaways we do on a daily basis. Yeah, I, I have to do takeaways a lot. I think that sort of goes hand-in-hand uh, hand with online dating, though, because there's a lot of flaky chicks on, on online dating. There's some chicks that are just out there window shopping. Uh, there's some chicks that are just, you know, you know, maybe they haven't dated in a long time. So they, they got, like, anxiety about actually meeting in person. They're just wanting yeah. a pen pal and validation. And so you'll go and set a date with a lot of these chicks and then they'll like, they'll be flaky about it. And I think that's just the nature of the beast with, with online dating. Although uh, Benny on the page, um, Benny, he's, you know, he's one of the guys on the page that's a, that also does uh, consulting, you know, uh, coaching. And so he, he preaches pretty pretty heavily that uh, when you're setting those definite dates, you shouldn't be doing it over text. You should be doing it over the phone. And he, he was telling me that uh, he feels that I would probably have a lot less of that flakiness if I picked up the phone and called her to set those definite dates. I don't know. Yeah. I, I haven't tried it because I, I pr- prefer texting. Um, so I don't know. Maybe I'm the one that's not following the advice. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I don't follow it correctly either. What I do is I sort of tell them roughly, you know, I, I get a time when they can call me, talk to me on the phone. Um, Corey says not to do that. But, you know, I don't want to ring up while they're, you know, having their hair cut or while they're, you know, having family dinner, whatever it is. Like, I, I want to call them. I, I want to know they're going to pick up the phone when I when I call them. Yeah, so it, 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 it's different from when uh, when I was a kid. You know, like when I was a teenager, because no one had not not a lot of people had cell phones when I was a teenager and junior high and stuff like that. So when I was like calling chicks, you were calling their home their home number. Yeah, landline. And they did most of the time they didn't have caller ID, so they would just pick up because they wanted to see who it was. You know, it was different times, and so you knew that when you were calling them that they were at home and they probably weren't doing anything pressing. But now everyone's got their phones on them twenty four seven. They could literally be in the middle of anything. And so when you call people these days, I, I feel like I get their voicemail more than anything because people don't want to pick up right away. Yeah. You but know? That, that, that's it. I mean, it, it comes down to, you know, yeah, not, not being fixated on that one chick. Because so many guys on the page, they are chasing one chick. They really, either that or they absolutely despise being rejected. There's a lot of that. And that goes, again, that, that goes against what you know what Corey talks about. So, um, you know that's something that people need to watch out for massively. But uh, negativity, the the this whole just posting negativity and sob stories all day as well. You know, I feel like I don't know. I feel ten years older every time I read one of those stories. So every now and then, I would just you know casually you know, block them from the page if I feel they're not contributing or staying on topic. So should we talk about the memes? 
we we can't talk about the memes, but I do. I want to mention that real quick. So I'm I'm like I said, I'm uh, reading the Rational Mail right now or listening to it, and I can see where it's, there's some like hardcore Rolo Tomasi fans on our Three Percent Man page, and uh, you know Rolo's book is very cynical. You know, it, I mean, he he tells it like it is, but he 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 definitely says it from a like a almost like a, a kind of a negative place. Like he he has he talks about uh, what's what's the condition, uh, Captain Savaho, like someone. Oh from, yeah, right. And I I think that's just I I feel like uh, you can understand the nature of women. I, I feel like he you know Rolo Tomasi is one hundred percent correct, and mm-hmm. um, the. Uh, I, I pronounce it hypergamy, but he's he, the, the 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 narrator says hypergamy. Um, yeah. He's like hypergamy doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So like I, I get that. Like I feel like okay, no, you're right. I think that is a, in a woman's woman's nature is to always try to mate with the alpha, or yeah. you know the best man that she can find. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's there's no point. I feel like it, there's no it's not helpful to to post shit on the page about oh well it's just your turn yeah she's never yours it's just your turn like okay i mean maybe maybe that's true but that's kind of a shitty way of looking at things you know yeah the red pill extremists you know i i see the red pill as like self-defense you know it's like self-defense i'm i i know self-defense i train you know martial arts so that one day i might have to you know in case i have to use it but i don't go around telling people that i could beat them up I don't go around, you know, sort of thinking about self-defense all damn day, every day and focusing on everything that's wrong and everything that's bad, but I have it there in case I need to use it. Now, the red pill truths has, you know, I'm going to admit that the red pill has saved me a few times where I was like, oh shit, I, you know, my life could have been ruined by that. You know, if I had allowed this girl to have her way with me, she could have screwed me up completely. Uh, I think that was the chapter on, uh, (laughs) <laughs> on using your protection carefully and disposing of it correctly. Anyway, that's really personal. We're not going down that route. Um, but uh, I just heard that chapter today, by the way. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. It was quite quite an eye opener, isn't it? I, I didn't even realize that the NBA put out a a, a player like a like a you know player wide announcements recommending that to the players because so, several players were hooking up on their away games with these chicks and then they were using condoms and then the chicks were taking the, the semen out of the condoms and impregnating themselves with it and then oh. turning around and suing the, the, the basketball players. And so the NBA actually released a statement saying, uh, if you guys are going to be out banging chicks in these towns and using condoms, flush that shit so they can't do that. And I was yeah. like, that's sound advice. You know, I, 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 I I feel like um, sure, there's there's plenty of crazy chicks out there that'll do that sort of thing, but not oh, all yeah. chicks like are like that. And I, I feel like if you focus on the negative or like the crazy bitches that are out there, those are the kind of chicks you're going to end up attracting. So that's it. That's it. You know. So all this, you know. I mean, and that's the thing. You get all these guys who come on there and they're posting, you know, some 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 videos or memes of some. Or, or like a screenshot from someone's Instagram. And these girls who are they're posting of, you know, are trash girls that none of us want to have anything to do with. And, and so the moment I see these negative videos like, oh, these damn hoes, I'm like, okay, well, you are blocked. 
good sir goodbye thank you mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's it's really toxic we don't want to be reinforcing that because then when i go out around town what do i see i see the trash kind of girls that i wouldn't want anything to do with so you know we really need to be working on that dream girl list all damn day every day yeah absolutely um you know one of the things too that i'm listening to in the book you know he talks about he, he sort of almost makes makes fun of guys who uh like who he he's he feels like refuse to believe you know what he's talking about they're like no not all women are like that which um and so then i kind of so then i start thinking about like how i you know, have commented on the page too. And I'm like, I wonder if these uh, Rolo guys think that about me, like that. I don't believe that women are, are, have that in their nature. And that's not true at all. Like I, I know women have hypergamy in their nature. Yeah. You know, I know that, uh, you know, women are the way that they are, but I feel like if you use Corey's techniques, you can keep them attracted long-term to keep that interest alive. And so therefore, you know, it sort of behooves you to take the lead in the relationship to get the relationship that you want. Yeah, that's it. I mean, you, you have to read the 3% man. You have to practice the principles of the 3% man and you have to be really positive. That's the other thing. Now this particular guy, (laughs) I'm, I'm so savage, but there was a guy who not only did he write essays, but you know, he was also, you know, telling the girls all his problems going, Oh, I've had a really bad day and this happened and that happened. And I'm thinking you do not want a chick associating you with those bad feelings. You know, I'm talking about strawberry supreme donuts in my own I'm talking all oh, that cocktail looked tasty. How did that make you feel? Ooh, how did it feel when you were about to jump off that ledge with the bungee jump tied to you? What were the emotions? You know, I'm always working on that. Um, that technique of getting them to associate you with the positive emotions, the positive vibes, positive times. I'm always doing that. I never tell them anything negative ever. Yeah. They don't want to be around a guy that's a Debbie Downer all the time. No, they want you. You need to be the one that's like always positive, upbeat. And then uh, you go to your bros to, to get, to say, Oh man, such a shitty day. You know, like you don't, you don't want to bring that, to your girl you well that's her. it because the rule of polarity comes in so if you do that then she's then forced to take a master so that's a very feminine kind of attribute really so if you if you take that submissive feminine weak she's then gonna have to take the upper hand and the strength so it's it's polarity constant polarity and you know the the dynamic has to always be that you are the masculine rock who is unshaken um, it is hard to be a man. That's true. It is the amount of the burden of performance for a man to stand out, to be in the top 20% or the top 3% as Corey, you know, the guys who are getting laid, mm-hmm. you do have to be exceptional. You do have to have your finances in check to some extent. You have to have your life, your emotions, your health, whatever it is, you need to have be a seven out of 10 physically, men, uh, mentally, financially and and spiritually whatever we call it as a man to get respect to get attention to get noticed to get the chicks we have to really have our shit together yeah absolutely absolutely so um yeah let's talk about some memes because we we do run into that problem too where uh we have 
you know, guys that come on the page and then they just post like memes that, you know, trash women or talk about like, you know, it's funny. I think, I mean, they're, they're funny memes, but it doesn't go with the the theme of the page, which is, you know, the 3% man principles, you know, it's positivity. It's, you know, law of attraction type stuff. Maybe, you know, it's all about how to be a better man in general. And those things don't, those memes don't help. In that regard. No, they don't. They don't help. That that just reinforces negative things. And then, of course, there's a lot of simp bashing in there. And there's a lot of people who they find this this little grey area, and it's not really a grey area. It's just not appropriate. And they go, "Oh, well, this guy is not a three percent man." And it's like, "Well, why the fuck have you posted it on our page then?" Like, right. get the shit off. Yeah, I don't want to see that. That like that made me looking at that. It's like reinforcing everything that's wrong again you know, get the fuck out of here. Like, we don't want to, you know, these memes and these videos, I mean, like every day we sort of, one of us, one of the moderators or admins comes on and says, hey guys, let's not do this, yeah? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there was one months ago where someone like was following this chick on, on Facebook that they liked. And the chick said, excuse me, this chick said something about, um, post like the third picture in your on your phone or something and so some guy posted a picture of himself crying and she's like oh why are you crying and the guy's like because i have emotions and whatever and and so someone took a screenshot of that and they're like don't be this guy okay well we're not that guy (laughs) exactly exactly it's you know like yeah he's got a valid point but I, it's not a success story. It has nothing to do with the 3% man. I mean, yeah, how not to be a 3% man. Well, that's not the title of the book. Mm-hmm. So it's not building anyone up. It's not helping anyone in any way. It's, it's not true to the mission of the page that Christopher set. And he makes it on the about section. It's very clear what Christopher designed it for. And also when people argue with us as well, when they're like, Oh, why, why shouldn't I do this? It's like, shut up you know what i mean it's like you know we 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 know we know what this page is about you know christopher's the moderator if christopher wants to argue with me that's fine but he doesn't christopher tells me to go with my gut mm-hmm. yeah uh yeah i i posted uh i posted a thing that was a day before yesterday just saying just pointing out the fact that uh you know i said you know if you're here in this group you're elite because you made it through our vetting process and you know, we're pretty strict. I, I, I decline so many people like every day there's people trying to get into the group and I'm just like decline, decline, decline. It's, it's like, I, I almost want to approve more people, but I just can't because they're, they're trash. You know, they don't, they won't even answer the questions or whatever. And so I was, I, I think I just declined maybe 10 people and I was like, you know, I'm going to post something here just to let everyone know, you know, you got, Hey, just to let you know, you guys are elite because you're, you made it in. And then there was a few people that laughed, like, you know, did the laugh emoji on it, which is like, what's, what's so funny. Like, do you not agree? Um, and I guess yeah. you know, we're sort of talking about that. There's some guys that have slipped through, so maybe, but then there was a guy that's like, well, what's your criteria? Like you, you, we're explaining that right now here on the show <laughs> on the podcast. But if you read the fucking rules on the page, like that's the criteria, you know, mm. that's it. And, and the thing is we've still got a lot of people who got in before we tightened up the rules. 
because it's True. only recently that we really tightened it up. So there's a whole load of dudes on there, you know, who are just fishing for free advice. Like, oh yeah, I read the book. No, you didn't. Mm-hmm. Everything you say and everything you posted, you know, posting some big old like paragraph that they sent to the woman going, oh, but I feel that I really want to, you know, be together and, and, and I felt really frustrated by what you said and you hurt my feelings when you said this. And it's like, I mean, I sound like a douche because I've done all of those things myself. I ain't no expert. I'm just a man who is obsessed with improving and a man who goes and plays that field as, as much as physically possible. Um, but, you know, we get this a lot, don't we? And it's like, you know, they're just fishing for free advice off us. And the guys in the comments, oh, they're going to go down hard. You know, they're going to be like, you haven't read the book. Why are you asking for our advice? Um, yeah, and, I, and then, and then, yeah. And, and then you've got people who are abusive as well. So, you know, when you call them out on something or when you, you know, try to help them with something, they will, uh, you know, and, and I'm, these are guys who haven't read the book, of course. Uh, you know, when, when anyone challenges something, they properly bite and latch on and like get aggressive with them and start sending, you know, horrible messages to them. Yeah. uh, Oh, there was a guy, was it a month ago, maybe two months ago? I think it was, uh, it was one of the catalysts that caused uh, Chris to go, I don't know how we can filter people better. And so, you know, my suggestion was like, let's add add some questions on there, like specific about the book that they have to answer. And if they don't answer it, they don't get in, you know? Mm -hmm. And he was like, yeah, good idea. But there was yeah, one guy, he was like an extreme red pill guy. And I just, I remember the first comment he made on one of my posts, which was like, I, it was like one of my success things, you know, like I just, you know, set up a definite date and I like post, I like, I like reading when people set up definite dates, you know, I like those, you know, positive posts that we can like get in there and start cheering them on. Like, fuck yeah, dude, you did that right. Hell yeah. You know? And so this, so I was getting a lot of that. And then this one guy goes, I don't know, man. I think she's going to flake on you. That guy was a dick. I was like, I remember him. I, I was like, why would you, why would you, you know, kill my joy like that? You know, like I'm all, I'm all excited here. I just, I just set up a definite date. Why are you going to shit all over this? And, and he's like, I don't know, man. She just didn't seem that interested or whatever. And it was like, fuck you, dude. And then like, yeah. he finally like went off in the comments on one of the things just, calling all these women bitches and they're all gold digging hoes and all this stuff. And finally, Chris was just like, you're out, buddy. You know? Uh, yeah. 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 That, that, I think, yeah, it was me who removed him in the end. Oh, did um, you? Oh, okay. And then he posted one saying, Oh yeah. Single moms are low hanging fruit and I'm a high value man. Listen, you're a high value man, bro. You ain't got to tell people because it's all around you. Yeah. But, uh, you know, this guy, oh, yeah, what a, what a, and then every day that week, that particular week, we would have some new guy would come on and post like 50 posts a day. And it would be like, whoa, do you know what I mean? Like 50 posts with memes or whatever. Then it was the Omegle guy. Remember Omegle guy? Uh-huh. Who was trying to game girls on some chat roulette site. And you'd be posting God knows what every day. And I'm just like, I can see this guy is going to be the next one to go. Who was that one guy that he was posting like just blocks. Like he would just do meme dumps every day. Oh uh, God. The guy who had Bart, his account removed. Yeah. Bart something. And, and then, yeah. yeah. And then he was on, in Facebook jail. So he was logged in with a fake account and, and he, he would post up there like, this is, you know, my, this is really Bart or something. And we're like, what? 
He was on his dad's account. Yeah, and then and so then, uh, but then yeah, when he finally got the real Bart account back, we were like, oh, and you were like, will the real Bart please stand up, please? Stand, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know what? He's he's still on there because his dad's account still. His dad's account will still be on there somewhere. Is so it? He's oh. probably he's probably listening to this. But if you're listening, will the real Bart DeGrace please stand up? Mm-hmm. stand up so that we can remove you completely <laughs> you're just a time suck you know like and that's i think that's really what it, it comes down to you know like we want to get rid of negativity we want to get rid of time sucks and you know there was a someone posted uh today some kind of because because we're recording this on 9-11 and someone posted like a 9-11 type post on the three percent man page and i removed it not because i'm like you know anti remembering you know 9 11 it's just that's not what the page is about it's not a political page you know which is kind of funny too because if you follow Corey wayne's like instagram and stuff like that he posts political shit all the time oh he started doing that lately hasn't he every day some some hardcore stuff yeah i mean i you know well, no, I'm not going to say whether I agree or disagree because I'm not going to say. But uh, yeah, I've noticed that. And he's angered quite a lot of the people on there. Quite a lot of his white knights are getting very angry. Yeah, it, it's funny because um, I read his second book, The Mastering Yourself book. And it have you have you listened to that at all? No, I. to be honest, I don't think I will. Just because the reviews... Meh. It's not worth it. Yeah, I I listened to it because I mean, Three uh, Percent Man is such a great book. That I was like, oh well, mastering yourself has to be great, and it has nothing to do with mastering yourself, as far as I can tell. Like it, it's uh, very autobiographical, tells you his whole life story, and then it goes like off off the wall on politics. You know, he talks about like uh, the Black Lives Matter movement, uh, but this was from like when they first came about, uh, you know, under president Obama, I think. And he talks about his opinions on that. And then like, he ends the book with like, by reading the declaration of independence. And it's like, what the fuck? What? I thought you were a life coach, you know, like what, why are you doing all this political punditry? Cause that's not why, you know, why I found Corey Wayne. I didn't find him for his political views. I, you know, it, and so it's, it's whether you agree with him or disagree with him, it's, it's the, it's a moot point because really we're all following him for relationship advice. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Cause he says, you know, Oh yeah. You know, if you want help with your relationships, but then he's like, Oh yeah. Life coaching and nutritional advice or something. And then now it's like political statements as well. Yeah. I don't quite understand that, but the man is, the man is my hero, you know? He's made a huge change in my life in terms of relationships. Right on there, Corey. Right on. Yeah, absolutely. Every, everything that I follow in the book has worked out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you remember that girl the other day who was trying to give me trying to give me a hard time and I was like, nope, you're not having it. Nope. Okay, it sounds like we're not going to do this. Nope. No. Oh, you still want the date, do you? I'm bossy, <laughs> am I? Okay, this is working. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she was shit testing you pretty hard, but yeah, but you. And then she just melted and smiled, and I was like, "There we go." Yeah, there we go. She's like, "Oh, I can't push this guy around. I like that because that's really what it comes down to, you know. Chicks are trying to push guys around, and if you're just no, 
you know, I'm not going to be pushed around then. That's it. The moment you say I have a busy schedule, they instantly usually go, okay, fine. I'll, mm -hmm. you know, okay. We want this guy. Yeah. It's funny that way. It's super funny. And, and just being aloof in general, you know, women, that mystery is so intriguing to them. They got to figure you out, you know? Yeah. 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 And you say, well, look, they ask you all the questions and you're like, well, look, why don't we discuss this in person? Like, yeah, I want to know what happened with the shark. Of course you want to know what happened with the shark. Everyone, even I want to know what happened with the shark. <laughs> <laughs> that's because, <laughs> that's because uh, when you go fishing, that's what I call it. Like when you go fishing, you go fishing with uh, fake bait, dude. Like you, <laughs> your, uh, your whole thing with the, uh, what goose is it? Tennis. Goose <laughs> tennis. You're like, oh, I'm really into goose tennis. And every time you you send me a screenshot, you you paste that same thing to every chick and every yep. chick bites on that. They go, what is goose tennis? And you're like, well, it tends to ruffle a lot of feathers. I'll tell you in person. And they just, <laughs> they just fucking eat that shit up. And I was, I'm just like, Luke, you sly son of a bitch. <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, it means fucking nothing. It's yeah. some shit that I made up in my own head. But here we are. Yeah, and now you're on a date with me. You're welcome. <laughs> exactly. So now while we're here, I might as well tell you about the shark incident, but we'll cover that in the next podcast. Right. <laughs> it's a teaser. Yeah. Oh, I, I like it. Yeah. When you, when you do a date, you've got to have a game plan. You've got to know, you know, you've got to have like three great stories that you can tell when it goes quiet or three games you can play or, you know, you've got to have a whole you know, all of Corey's questions that you find appropriate to your style of, but we're getting into another, we're getting into another podcast, aren't we? Oh yeah. Yeah. We should probably bring it back around. How, how long have we been talking now? I got to find this timer. Uh, let's see. Oh shit. We've been talking for like 46 minutes. This is going to be a long episode. <laughs> oh, I love it. it. They will. Yeah. You know what? Like some of the guys on the page, I put that poll up. Did you see that that one day I put the poll up? Like, should the episodes be 30 minutes, you know, an hour or longer? And oh, mo yeah. most people said they wanted the podcast to be 30 minutes. Uh, a lot of people, though, in the comments put, you know, they voted for 30 minutes and they said, well, it should be as long as it takes to cover a topic. So, you know, maybe set 30 minutes as the goal. But if, if you still haven't covered everything, don't just cut it off at 30 minutes. And I'm like, eh, all right, well then I'm, I'm just going to say fuck it and just keep recording until. Yeah. Until we've, until we've absolutely come to some conclusion. So what haven't we covered? We've covered the memes. We've covered the videos. We've covered people who are negative and just want validation for their sympathy. People who ask advice and don't do anything with it, which is kind of the same people. The extreme red pill guys. Oh God, that it's not your, it's just your time guys. Yeah. Rich I think people, I, warriors. I feel like that's, I think that's it, right? Those are all the people that we don't want on the page. And we talked about how to get on the page. You have to at least have read the book. You have to be able to answer the super secret question that we have on there. Yep. Which uh, if people go back and listen to this episode, we talk about it a little bit. <laughs> oh we did didn't we we did yeah it was a bit about the about the shark that's what it was yeah 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 yeah, yeah that's exactly no that's not what it was but, <laughs> that's not what it fucking was but so go back and, and listen to this episode again and maybe you'll 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 get the answer there but <laughs> <laughs> good luck 
Yeah, they'd be but, better off just uh, you know. Well, I think I think you mentioned what we're talking about now, the you know the oh, secret yeah. question thing, but I don't think we actually explained what not quite what it is. Not yes. quite. But if somebody really listened carefully, if they really did, they might then be able to get some idea of what it does. So, mm-hmm. so if they listen to this podcast, I don't know, ten to fifteen times, they probably would know <laughs> the answer. <laughs> There you go. You got to listen to this specific episode 10 to 15 times in order to even get into the 3% man Facebook page. (laughs) Feel free to sponsor us as well. Right. Yeah, sure. All right. Well, um, I think, I think that'll just wrap it. uh, Yeah. We'll just go ahead and wrap it up then because I think we covered it all. Yeah. If you guys have, if, if you guys have any questions, about how to get into this group um, and you're not already in the 3% man group. If you go to anchor.fm slash come on, man, there is a message option there. You can drop me a voice message and ask some questions, uh, you know, more questions about how to get into the 3% man Facebook group. And, you know, I, I can try to answer those in a few future episode. Yeah. So sound good, Luke. That sounds real good. That sounds real good. Um, but if we wanted to summarize that now, read it once and with the intention of reading it 10 to 15 times so that once you've had that first read, you loop it over again. You know, you can have it playing in the car, have it when you're walking, just soaking it in to the point where you're reciting what comes next. Absolutely. And also, be positive and don't be a, a negative douchebag because we're the three percent man Facebook group is a brotherhood and we like to support each other. So we don't need people that aren't supportive. Yeah, yeah. We want to be nice and friendly and kind to each other. <laughs> yeah, as much as good. possible. Yeah, you know what? There are times though. I think uh, we're here. I am saying like let's wrap it up, but then I go off on a tangent. <laughs> but there are times where people will post on the page and they need a little bit of an ass kicking, yeah. but you can tell that they have read the book. They just need, you know, uh, you know, I don't want to call anybody out, but like, you know, if someone's feeling bad because they're, you know, they, you know, they've been approaching chicks consistently, but they keep getting rejected maybe. And then they're angry about it. Um, I've talked to the, this individual that we're talking about and he actually likes it when, cause he knows the answer, you know, he knows what he should be doing and he just needs that brotherhood of guys to get in there and go, what the fuck dude? <laughs> you yeah. know, I mean, this is the difficult bit for me yeah. cause I'm telling people to be nice and I'm kicking people off who are abusive, yeah. but my style of teaching, and I don't know whether it was because because of the old school kind of education I had um, and, you know, growing up in a martial arts school, I didn't grow up in it, but, you know, getting my head kicked in as a kid and then going to a tough militant martial arts school for many years or multiple ones and getting, getting punched in the face regularly. You know, I had this tough love, Mm -hmm. you know, my instructor would show how much he loved me by punching me in the stomach every time my hands went down you know, by absolutely smashing me in the stomach to to toughen me up. And I think sometimes I get a bit like that with the guys on the page. I'm like, come on, bro. Mm -hmm. Sort this shit out. Come on, man. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So, (laughs) but it's all coming from a place of love. And I I want people to be great. I want the best for them. And I know you do as well. 
you know, you, you are just providing, you are this abundant sun that gives, 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 you know, we, we want the best of people, but and occasionally we do have to kick them up the ass very hard, especially if they're not sticking to the rules of the group. Yeah. I think, yeah, most of the time I try to answer questions like that in a positive frame, but there was a, there was a guy a couple of months ago that was just like, every time he was on the page, it was like, Oh, I can't get over this girl. Oh, I can't, you know, I can't like, I, I can't remember what this guy was saying, but it was just like every post of his was a Debbie downer post. And finally I, I was just like, bro, you are, you are just wearing me down. <laughs> like that, that, that was, you know, and, that, and I think, um, I think Corey talks about in his book. I think Dr. Glover talks about in his book that when you, you go to your, your bros with your problems and you know, your bros are going to be helpful about it. But if all you ever do is bring them their problems, they're eventually going to be like, dude, suck it up. You know? Yeah. Cause that's what bros do. Well, this is the thing. Um, you know, I mean, society will try and hold you back a little bit, but really society, people want you to be happy because when you're happy and smiling and radiating that vibration of, of, of positive energy, then, then everyone around you, you know, even hardcore thugs on the streets, when you're having a good day and you're smiling, you're skipping, everybody's like, yeah, I like get a load of that guy. So it's like, you know, the energy you bring to the table is so important, you know, if you really want to be a downer, then get yourself a therapist because it's their job to handle it. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. With that, I think we will end this podcast, Luke. Thank you again for joining me. We've got to cool. do, we've got to do a, another one here, another uh, epic game episode because that one hasn't dropped yet. But I think by the time people listen to this, it will have dropped. And I think that's going to be a really popular episode. The one, the last one you did on. Not all that's going to drop when people have heard this episode. No, I'm, I'm not going to brag. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, uh, tomorrow we're going to be recording the first ever like epic, you know, large group call that I, I have a feeling that that's going to be a complete shit show. But um, <laughs> a lot of the guys on the, on the, um, in the comments for that, that invite want to talk about, cold approaches and your epic game episode uh you know which published before this one uh, that one talks about you going out and running game with your with your buddy and i think that's going to be a popular episode so if you haven't heard that one yet go back and listen to it yeah yeah it's good fun i love the cold approach i do it's it's Oh, it's very it's, it's, it's a really fun thing to do it's an amazing challenge but you you must never go in there it's an the adrenaline need. rush. <laughs> yeah, you must never you must never do it with the need to have a result from it. The only thing you should ever want is to get people laughing and smiling and having a good time. Absolutely. All right, Luke. Thanks for joining me, man. I'll talk to you later. All right, cool. I wanted to thank Luke for joining me again. It's always fun to chat with him to get his insights on stuff. So far, he has the record for the most appearances on the show. In two more episodes, he's going to join the Five Timers Club. Did you get that Saturday Night Live reference? No? Am I dating myself? Oh, well. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Come On, Man. If you're new to the podcast, I highly recommend reading How to Be a 3% Man by Corey Wayne at least 10 to 15 times. I recommend you watch his coaching videos on YouTube, and I recommend that you engage with other 3% men in our 3% Man Facebook group. Links to all of these are in the show notes. If you like this episode, please give us a good rating on your podcast platform of choice and share with all of your bros. Now go out and get it.